0: I'm so glad you're here because I have a feeling this is going to be one of those conversations we refer back to over and over again because I know that in my own life, whether the journey of entrepreneurship or parenthood or just life in general, this whole dealing with imposter syndrome, get yourself off the sidelines and back into the game and living your own life thing, this comes up often. And when you think about it as a spiral staircase, this is something I've talked about a lot with my friends. But if you think about the journey as a spiral staircase, it's like, yes, you're moving, even if it's slowly, but you're moving. You might feel like you're sliding backwards a little bit, but then you're just moving, you're moving, you're moving. You're going to keep revisiting the same lessons over and over. But as you continue to grow and gain experience, you're also gaining perspective. So if you come back to this imposter syndrome lesson and you're like, oh, here again, it's like, yeah, but you have more perspective now, instead of 20,000 feet overview, now you, you can see it from 30,000 feet and a little bit more objectivity, but I want to anchor this in. I literally have just for the visual, because I had somebody asking me about the podcast the other day and remembering early days when I was recording it in my closet in Hawaii. That's because my closet was carpeted in Hawaii, but now it's not. So now I'm upstairs in our guest room and I'm sitting here on the floor My microphone is propped on a box with a ceiling fan and a Christmas time and always I love you book. Anyway, and then on the bed in front of me, I have my laptop and three post-it notes full of all kinds of little notes that I want to make sure to include in this episode for us to talk about. And well, okay, let me just start. So let's first look at what imposter syndrome is. This is from very official Wikipedia. Imposter syndrome... Also known as imposter phenomenon, imposterism, fraud syndrome, blah, 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 is a psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. Despite external evidence of their competence, those experiencing this phenomenon remain convinced that they are frauds and do not deserve all they have achieved. Okay? So that's the official definition, but the way that it has been showing up for me, for example... When I went through about four months of not even recording the podcast. And I was just, again, sitting on the sidelines, feeling like I was just watching everyone else share and speak and post and connect. And I've just been kind of muted. And this has been something that is a pattern that I've noticed over the last few years. And I've talked about all the different angles of this and ahas. And it it was exactly what it needed to be because at first in my business, I didn't experience this. That sounds so obnoxious, but really I do see one of the major benefits of this foggy season of my business has been that I can actually understand what people were talking about because in my early days of business, I just came out of the gates sharing and I didn't have fear or imposter syndrome. I was just Sharing, I had a desire to serve and I knew I had a skill set. I knew I could help people communicate in a more effective, clear, sincere way, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't have time for this imposter syndrome stuff. So I was like, I get it intellectually, but it wasn't an experience that I could really, truly relate to. And now it is. And that's why I can record this episode without you rolling your eyes, because now you know that I really get it. But the whole point here is As I would sit on the sidelines and I would listen to other people's podcasts or read other people's posts, I realized a lot of things and that's what I want to share with you today. Most of all, we're all making this ish up as we go. If you're listening to my podcast, so first of all, I want to, I'm really talking about you as a creator, but there are two sides. And I also really want to talk to you about a consumer and think about this from the consumer lens as you're going out and you're listening, as you're listening to me as you're reading any of my posts, as you're listening to anyone else's book, podcast, post, email, whatever it is, use discernment, please check in with what's actually true for you, what resonates and what doesn't and throw the rest away, learn what you need to learn and then throw the rest away. Because truly, when you really look at it, we're all making this ish up as we go. So I would listen to other people's podcasts. and I'm like, I don't even agree with that. Or that doesn't even make sense. Or yeah, I think that exact same thing, but here she is actually saying it. And here I am, you know, sitting on my couch watching Netflix or whatever. And so you realize that no matter what you say or think or believe, or even have a statistic to prove someone out there will say, believe, or air quotes, prove with a statistic, the exact opposite. Can you just acknowledge that and really look at it? Because life has two sides. Both are necessary for this human, divine human experience that we're having. So someone's always going to believe the opposite. So if part of why you're not speaking up is because you're like, somebody's going to disagree with me. Like, yes, true. Hashtag fact. Someone is going to disagree with you. So if part of the reason why you're, you've you put yourself on the bench and you're just watching everyone else do the things that you really feel you are called to do And part of that reason is because you feel like someone's going to disagree with me. Yes, it's true. Someone is going to say the exact opposite. But if you actually believe in what you're saying at the moment, why not put that out there? Because someone might be listening to that person and they need your perspective, but you're holding out on us. Okay. The major call here in the pep rally in this conversation is to join the conversation. Instead of just being a consumer, I'm inviting you and holding my hand out from my guest bedroom podcast studio to say, join the conversation. I have an episode called The Difference Between You and Them, and I'll link to all of these episodes at NaptimeEmpires.com so that you can listen from all the different angles if you want, because I'm repeating myself over and over in case you haven't noticed. <laughs> that's, a whole, that's another episode called Say It Again, and another one called Why Your Voice Matters. But the point is the difference between you and them, them being the one who has written the book, this is what I'm saying because I'm in the process of writing my first book, And I keep being like, yeah, but is it going to be too similar to so-and-so's because everybody keeps sharing this book? Like, oh my gosh, I can totally see you writing a book like this, blah, blah, blah. And so for me, it's like the difference between you and the person who wrote the book is that they actually just wrote the book. It's not that they have this pure expert experience that makes their voice more valuable. Like everyone's voice has value. Your story, your experience, your perspective is valuable. So the difference between you and them and the person who's recording the podcast as opposed to the one who's listening to the podcast is that that person decided to press record and figure out what you got to do to get your podcast on iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher or wherever you're listening to this. It's just a decision. I haven't read James Altucher's book, Choose Yourself, but that's really what I want to say here is to choose yourself. This goes back to once upon a time when I was a grad student and my professors were like, go on, get your PhD, keep going, keep going. You know, you're great. You have value to add in this field and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, I don't want to go on to get a PhD because really that is for research purposes. Like that's the only reason why I would need it. And I don't want to do the research. I want to translate the research for everyday people, you know, like write the pop culture communication book, sell out and write that pop culture book so that I can go share it on the Today Show so that people know how to communicate more effectively. (laughs) Like all the research you guys are doing, I just want to translate it. And so I used to think that I could only write a book if, you know, or that I would need that PhD if I wanted to write a book. And now I realize because I know people, best selling authors, and they just chose to write the book team. Like that's what they did. They made that choice. They weren't like anointed from the book fairy, the best selling book fairy, to be like, you, you get to write a book, you get to write a book especially in the days of self-publishing. And I'm going to self-publish my first book because I just really want it out there. And then we'll see what happens later on. But for now, it's like, you just have to choose and you just, you have to make this decision. No one's going to pull you out and pull you off your couch and plug in the microphone for you. So you have to meet us halfway. Okay. The other thing, There's lots of other things still. I'm going through my post-it note. One of the things I wanted to touch back on, and I've probably mentioned this before, is my friend Denise Duffield Thomas. I want to say my conversation with her is episode 10, but once upon a time, she wrote a blog post on 37 lessons of becoming a self-made millionaire or something along those lines. And I remember one of them, my favorite was, I'm a contributor, not a guru. And she wrote a paragraph describing how it would be easy for her to opt out of money conversations because she's not you know, the capital expert. But when she gave herself permission to just contribute to the conversation, then that's when everything shifted. And I love that. And and everybody loved that. Like that's that was consistently a favorite nugget from that blog post because it's like, yes, can we just give ourselves permission to contribute to the conversation, to contribute what we have without needing to pretend like we are expert with a capital E. I get, I mean, I understand there is a definition of expert and all of that, but... Even still, I have like a master's degree and thousands of hours of college level teaching experience. Does that make me an expert in communication? Because like Oprah is an expert in communication and she earned her way there by actual experience through her journalism and through all the interviews and conversations. Like there's no one path to expertise, right? Right. Okay. So giving yourself permission to contribute to the conversation from where you are. And the other piece with imposter syndrome is that if someone's going to like, discover like the emperor has no clothes, you know, and it's like, you're going to be exposed for a fraud. Here's the piece that I want to say to that. Don't lie about who you are and don't lie about your experience and your qualifications. The best you can do in any given moment, imagine yourself standing on two feet. One of my favorite quotes from Dr. John Martini was basically, you can't have certainty with a one-sided view. And I imagine like if you're standing on one foot, You're just, you're a little bit subject to lose your balance, right? Or if you're leaning, if you're sitting and you're leaning to one side, right? But if you can like sit, sit on your booty, square on your booty, or you can stand on two feet, then you're going to have more certainty. So whatever you can share from that two foot perspective, from that like solid grounded perspective, as long as you're in what is true for you in this moment, then that's okay. You can handle whatever comes your way. And if somebody's like, coming at you to say no, and you can be like, well, you know, that was true for me in the moment. And if you said something that was harmful to people, then you have to trust that you're going to deal with that with grace, if and when it comes back to you. And you can be like, yeah, I can totally see that. At the time, this was my perspective, now this is my perspective, and you can own it. Because if you're always committed to being what's true for you in a given moment, that's literally all we can ask. And if you feel like you're a perfectionist about being yourself, like self with a capital S, like one day you're going to be finished and clear, like this is my person, so I can't actually speak up and say anything until I'm really ultra clear on all of my positions on everything in life, then you're never going to share anything and you're literally not living your life. So I haven't read it yet, but Michelle Obama's book Becoming, I was listening to her talk about it with Oprah and I love that. It's the exact same idea of becoming, like we're always becoming who we are. There's never a finished point. And so I think a lot of imposter syndrome comes from mm, until, you know, and basically, like I said, it's perfectionism on being yourself. It's not going to happen. You're not going to think your way into it. You have to be willing to like roll up your sleeves and get your hands dirty. And the whole, is it Theodore Roosevelt? The get in the arena quote that Brene Brown talks about. But it's like, you have to get in the arena and like nobody's going to, I mean, people may invite you. Technically, this podcast is like I'm inviting you and I'm I'm like, hey, I can see you. Here's me doing my part. I'm recording my podcast today and I can see you up there, you know, in row K-14 up there. Let me wave to you and invite you to come on down. This is me. This is me inviting you into the arena. And in my own little area, my own little area of the arena recording this podcast, I just want to say like nobody's going to pull you down here. And even if we did pull you down here, you might run right back up. So this does ultimately come down to a choice that you have to make to be willing to baby step or scoot, whatever you need to do to just gently make your way into the arena to join the conversation as a contributor. You don't have to be the expert. You don't have to be, you know, completely self-actualized in order to have a valuable voice to contribute to the conversation. Another thing is think about like your friendships and the conversation. And I talk about this a lot. And of course about copy, because the whole point is to write like you actually speak and to relate to other humans online, just as you would offline. And I'm like, okay, if I'm saying that my voice isn't valuable or my stories or my experience is not worth putting into a book or sharing, then basically I'm saying that my voice isn't worth sharing. And what would my friends have to say about that? I talk to my friends all the time in Voxer in voice notes and whatever, and they find value in the conversations that we're having. Tremendous value in the conversations that we're having. So think about that. Like how, if you, again, if you just logically take it one step, one step, one step, it's like, if this message is valuable to my friends, why would it not be valuable to more people? than just my friends. And my friends aren't purists to where they're like, I'm not gonna listen because no voice is valuable unless it's an expert voice. And again, expert is so subjectively defined. What does that even mean? Because again, you'll find an expert who will say, you know, that grass is green and one will say, well, technically grass is blue because the way that you look at it, like you're gonna find someone, that's the blessing and the curse, right, of the internet. Like you can find something to support whatever belief you're trying to air quotes prove. But really just think about that. If you're like, no, yeah, I understand what you're saying, Nikki, but right now I'm listening to your podcast. So I'm, I'm putting you on a little bit of a pedestal because you're out there recording something and publishing it on the internet. But I want to say, don't do that. Take me off the pedestal and realize that I'm just deciding. And as soon as I finish recording this, I'm going to be like, was that total babbling nonsense? I I legit, every single time I record, and I know I've shared this before, but I'll share it again in case you didn't hear whatever episode I shared it on. But every time I record one of these solo episodes and then I upload it to Dropbox, I kind of want to sneakily like delete it real quick before my editor can listen. Because I'm like, that didn't make any sense. I need to redo that. Right. But then without fail, it'll go live and someone will message me like, this is exactly what I needed to hear. It'll happen, but you have to let it happen. You have, like I said, you have to meet us halfway. You got to do your part and upload it to Dropbox so that we can actually have the conversation and you can get that feedback. Okay. Okay. So what's the other thing? Right. The expert only conversation. That's what I was going to say. Like your friends find value in what you have to say. So why do you think no one else would? Do you think your friends are like complete unicorn and snowflakes and they're super special and no one else would ever think that what you have to say is valuable because that's not logical and it's also not true. So just practice. Even if it's a small group, if it's, if you're in a Facebook group that has a hundred people or a thousand people or whatever, and you just want to practice sharing a thought, then you, you got to do, you got to do what you got to do. Like I said, baby step. But as long as you're actually moving in some way to join the conversation somewhere, it doesn't even have to be on Facebook. It could be in real life, but you find yourself just sitting back because you feel like you have nothing to contribute to an in-person conversation. Just know that your perspective is valuable. Even if all it does is one, help someone else feel not alone because they had that same question or the same thought. And two, it might just help somebody clarify their own thinking, thinking about something in a different way. And this is the other piece I want to say with my book, again, I'm asking you to please use discernment and don't take everything I say as truth with a capital T. And I'm not to say that you would actually do that, but I still feel the need to be like reminding because we do easily put people who happen to press publish, who happen to make that decision to press publish. We do tend to put them on a pedestal and pretend like, oh, you must know what you're talking about. And I'm here to say that's actually not true, which is one. Liberating because it's like, right, okay, everybody can join this conversation. We're learning together. We're co-creating this human experience together. Then on the other side, it's like, right, we better really practice that discernment and check in with ourselves and check in with what feels true. Unsubscribe from whatever doesn't. Take what you need and throw the rest away. Okay, so that's the thing. The other part is, like I said, if you're afraid of saying something now because you know that you're going to continue, especially if you're in like a rapid state of personal development... And maybe a month or two months or a year from now or 10 years from now, you're going to disagree with yourself. That's fine. Again, this is the process. This is the journey. Hopefully we're always becoming, as Michelle Obama says, hopefully we're always growing, learning, shifting, expanding our perspective, our heart and compassion for our own experiences and for other people's experiences. And if, and when you disagree with something, you can always choose at that moment in time, how you want to handle it. And maybe it's deleting it. Maybe it's adding a disclaimer or maybe it's like, yeah, I know. Isn't that so embarrassing? Like my hair in middle school. Wow. Can't go back and change that. I was trying to figure out hair products and how to deal with my curly hair. And it was basically like a slick shell of my ponytail And then like a squirrel tail of a poof of my curls for the ponytail. But you know, it's all part of the process. It's all part of the process. And as Maya Angelou said, when we know better, we do better. And that goes to everything. So just trust yourself that when you do know better, you will do better and you'll handle it. But that doesn't mean that you get a pass to sit out of PE today. (laughs) And whatever you are choosing to sideline yourself on, that doesn't mean you get a pass because this is your life. And not to be morbid, but yes, to be morbid. I know I say that a lot too. Like no day is guaranteed. So whenever you put yourself out there, you're giving your friends, your family, future generations, something to anchor in on just to get to know you and not again, not to put you on a pedestal, but just to get to know who you are as your perfectly imperfect self with your unique perspective. You're just giving us little nuggets. You're leaving your mark. You're making your impact. And again, we benefit from that one because we can see if I totally disagree with what you're saying, but I hear you say it, that gives me an opportunity to think critically about what I believe about it. Or maybe it opens my mind to seeing a different perspective because I thought everybody felt this way. I repeat, nobody feels one way. There's always going to be the two sides. There's always going to be someone who believes the exact opposite and has those air quote statistics to prove it and whatever but it just helps us get to know you. And that's the point. Like we were listening to kids songs on the way to school this morning and this little light of mine came on and I was like, yes, this little light of mine, because we all have something to share. And the perspective that you have to share is valuable to someone more than one someone, but at least one someone. And I have a podcast called do it for you. And I'm like, even if it's you, even if you're the person who benefits from you sharing the thing that you want to share, that's valuable. Because then it impacts how you're showing up for your family, for your friends, for your community, for your business, etc. The whole world will benefit when you are expressing who you are. Does that help? I would really love to have this conversation with you. So I am truly holding out my hand. You can't see me, but it's up in the air right now. I'm holding out my hand to say, please, please get in the game. Please get off the sidelines. Please share your point of view If it helps, just think about writing to one, speaking to one. I'll put a link to that video and blog post in the show notes as well. If it helps, don't worry about the people who are going to completely disagree and have the absolute opposite opinion of you. Don't even think about those people. Know that they're, they're there so that you're not blindsided if you get some feedback, but speak to the one person who needs to hear what you have to say. Imagine whenever you're speaking or you're writing that you're writing to like your biggest fan, your dreamiest dreamy, your very best friend. You don't have to have a filter around. You can just express your unique story, experience, perspective, your voice. That's what it comes down to because somebody needs to hear it. Like I said, even if it's just to know I completely disagree with that or, oh, I never actually thought about it that way. Or yes, I think that way too. And I thought I was alone. I thought I was the only one going through this with that experience. I thought I was the only one with that question. It's valuable. I know it's so It's like it's easy to stay on the sidelines, but it's also uncomfortable as F because you feel like, no, I'm supposed to be down there doing the thing, you know, I'm supposed to be doing my thing, but I'm not. I'm stuck here. You're not stuck. You're not stuck. You're one decision away from scooting on down and moving into the arena and sharing what you have to share from your perspective imperfectly, knowing that in this moment, this is what's true for you. And if down the line, your perspective shifts and changes as it will... You'll deal with it then, but this is just one little anchor point where you're sharing your perspective to show up for you and for us today. So that's what I want to encourage you to do. One micro step in this direction, like whatever it is that you've been feeling, I really want to do that. Whether it's recording a podcast, whether it's joining a conversation that you've seen on Facebook or Instagram or posting somewhere or sending that email or speaking up with A family member or a friend or whatever, just know like you're not putting yourself in actual danger, even if your subconscious mind feels like you are, that it can feel scary, but it's worth it. And just retrain yourself each time that you do it and notice how great it feels to actually be in that movement as opposed to just stuck watching, like you're watching your own life happen before your eyes. You know, like you're watching your own life is Netflix, right? And you see everyone else doing the things that you do truly feel called to do, but you're just too afraid to get in there. All you need, I can't remember, I saw it on Instagram, but it was like just 20 seconds of ridiculous courage. I've probably shared that in the podcast too, but just like 20 seconds. If you just give it 20 seconds so that you can be like, okay, I'm just going to do it. Then do the thing, say the thing, Put it out there and trust that you are more than competent and capable enough to deal with whatever comes on the other side of it because you are. So you need to prove it to yourself so that you can keep doing it and there will be a shorter rebound time from when you're on the sidelines to when you're getting back into the game. You're building up your endurance if you want to take that metaphor further (laughs) Okay. That's what I want to say about that. I hope this was helpful. Let me know. Find me on Instagram. Tag me in your story at Nikki Elledge Brown and share any of your favorite ahas or thoughts that you have. Just get out there. Even just posting this on Instagram is you getting off the sidelines and getting into the game and share this with someone who you think needs to hear it too. That's valuable. Thank you for spending this time with me today. Always a pleasure. And I've got lots more to come for you, actually, in this season. I keep extending it a little bit by a little bit. So I'll catch you in the next episode. All the show notes will be naptimeempires.com. Hope you have a great day, night, evening, wherever you are. This show may be over, but the conversation is just beginning. Head on over to naptimeempires.com slash Facebook so you can join my free... Wait, did I say free? I'm in priceless, rapidly growing community of Naptime Empire builders for deeper discussions, behind-the-scenes scoop, and, of course, updates whenever I've got new stuff coming up for you. NaptimeEmpires.com slash Facebook. See you there. See you next time. Thanks for listening.